Beginning a new Maimer, it was said on the Leil Beis of Rosh Hashanah, Tafshin Beis. Shaifer shall Rosh Hashanah shall Ya'al Pashut. Shaifer of Rosh Hashanah should be from a Ya'al, and it should be straight. Upirush Rashi, Mefarish Taima Begemara, Gemara explains the reason why one should use this type of horn. Because tfila, which is what Shaifer is connected to, needs to be simple. Like the simple, non-bent Shaifer. Now what is a yal? Yal, says Rashi, is steinbuk, the buck. Which is, as Taisus is going to explain, an uh, undomesticated animal. Is it domesticated or undomesticated? Rashi holds that it's this steinbuk, is what he calls it, which is an undomesticated animal. The second opinion is he According to the aruch, a yal is a female sheep. The Karen Akispa, the Aruch continues to explain that the horn of this sheep, Ragaliya, is Pashat. It's generally plain, it's generally straight. Ubali de Maskanakadas Rashi. Taisvis comes to a conclusion that Rashi is correct, the Yaluchaya, the Laibahema. So Taisvis agrees with Rashi and says that it is this undomesticated buck. Says the Frida Kareba, we need to understand why does it make a difference if it's from an undomesticated or domesticated animal? Isn't the main thing that it should be straight and not bent? The next question that the Friedrich Rebbe asks is on Rashi. Rashi says that midi de which means like the, the object or the things of davening, need to be simple or straight. He should have just said tfila. What's midi de tfila? De So it's understood from this. So in, in what davening is, what davening is generally just imploring, Asking of Hashem, begging of Hashem. When we say the things of davening, these different concepts of davening, well, what are we referring to? Obviously, there's davening, which in essence is praying, Hashem, imploring. And then there's something else that is in addition to davening, that's connected to davening, and we want to know what that is. And also that needs to be simple. The Rosh Hashanah mitzvah sayyim b'shayfar. On Rosh Hashanah, the main mitzvah, the mitzvah of the day is shayfar. Mitzvah shayfar b'kavanosa ruchnius. What is the intention that a person is meant to have when they blow the shayfar? Who in your is really a call for tshuva. Zehu daschol asatkius shayfar tkiya. That's why the first blowing of the shayfar is a tkiya. A simple call, it's a simple cry. 
This shows on a very deep feeling in the person, which is expressed, this feeling, this deep inspiration and feeling is expressed in a simple cry. Even though when the nefesh is deeply touched, very often when someone is feeling a very deep feeling, they, they specifically do not and cannot express it in any sort of voice. Yes, there is that type of feeling that cannot be expressed in a cry, but the shayfar of Rosh Hashanah is... Is symbolizing a feeling that is expressed in a simple cry. When it comes to this very deep feeling of the nefesh of the person, so it can be expressed in two in two ways. Like we can see in the nature of people, there are two types of ways in which a person gets excited or affected, um, which are expressed in the heart of the person. And both that we're going to talk about, both touch the person in the deepest places of their heart. But they are separated, they're divided in that. One is expressed in the fact that the person screams but doesn't say any words doesn't express it in any words, just gives a scream, a simple scream, and it lasts. And the other one is that the person cannot express anything, they're silent. Even though they are just different in how they are expressed, one is expressed with a voice, and one is expressed without any noise. But the truth of the matter is, the reason why they express themselves different is because they are different. The reason why they're expressed differently is because they are different feelings, even though they're both deep and they touch the person to their core, but they're different. One is, the one that's coming out in a voice is coming from a very deep pain. The second, the one that is expressed in silence, is when there's a yearning of the person. The person is desiring something. In other words, it is pain, but it's the yearning to have something. Both come from the depth of the heart, and the, the core of the heart. There's crying, there's tears, Ella. But one of them comes out with a bitter scream. And the other is quiet. This is the difference between a person that's feeling the feeling of tshuva and the feeling of a person that's experiencing the desire of the heart. Again, both are touching the core of the person, the core of the heart. They are different in what they are, visibasam, and their cause. The sibas is spilos ruusadaliba. The reason why a person is going to feel this feeling of ruusadaliba, who mitzad hergish oyrein seif shenat margish benafshi. That's because a person is feeling 
They're feeling the infinity of Hashem. That will make them feel this feeling of Re'usa Deliba. What does that mean? When the person thinks about the essence of the infinity of Hashem, the light of Hashem. Even though godliness is simple, and it's one simple truth that He is the only one that exists. Still, this is revealed and experienced by creatures in different ways. It says that over the years where Hashem revealed Himself, Rashi says that Elikim, godliness, can be spoken about in plural. When it comes to revelation, there are different levels of revelation. There is the godliness that is hidden. You are the, the Hashem of hiding. Where Hashem is completely hidden. Like for example, the fact that Rishayim are successful in this world. Also the Rasha overpowers the Tzadik. Then there's the elokos, the godliness, that's expressed and revealed in nature. It's nature. There's nature where Hashem is hidden. Hashem hides Himself in the rules of nature, which seem like they're just running on their own. Again, these that we just described, both the fact that Goyim are Matzliach and the, in general, nature are Hashem in a hidden way.